Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of CBS affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Uh, Today's theme is baseball, since we're going to be hitting the World Series here pretty soon. And uh, in the next segment, we're going to introduce our special guest, uh, Laurent Massa from Group RMC, who's going to discuss the importance of real estate for athletes. Oh. Uh, he'll give us a little advice on oh, that. Oh, I got some questions you for that. You got any questions for oh, him? Oh, okay. yeah. And he's also going to be uh, sharing with us some stories and then also uh, to be weary of vultures because real estate is a very broad term. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was also a note here, and I forgot to ask uh, Laurent uh, earlier when we were just kind of you know, discussing things before the show. He had a comment here about uh, the San Jose Sharks, uh, their salary cap woes. So we'll ask him about that in the second segment, all right? Uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding actually almost 8%. What, now. 8? 8. They raised it from 75 to 8, secured by real estate. In fact, uh, it's kind of funny. We just had a, a deal where uh, the borrower uh, went into default. It was an 11% yield, mm-hmm. uh, but there's what they call default interest. So there's an extra 5% tacked on. Oof. And th- about a month before, it's ready to go to foreclosure sale, which was very well secured. It was actually like, hey, yeah, let's go to foreclosure. You know, we're going to make a lot of money. Right. Um, the borrower found a new lender to pay it off. And when you include the late fees and the default interest, the rate of return is about 17%. Wow, Oof. that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, and and, okay. and, the, and the loan to value on this stuff was probably less than sixty percent. Can't get too much better than that. You got to check out Pacific Private Money, uh, and that's their website, PacificPrivateMoney dot com. All right, so stay with us. Uh, when we come back, we're going to introduce uh, L- Laurent Massa from Group at, RMC from Adam. Canada. He's from Canada. Uh, sorry, Quebec. Sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I want to uh, uh, on the on the word of sorry. I want to ask Laurent Massa. Uh, okay, we ask him in the next second. We yeah, gotta cut the break. Yeah. yeah. All okay. Right. All right. Attention Bay Area homeowners. Pacific Private Money has a loan program that can help you buy your next home right now. 
No need to wait to sell your existing home first. Our unique bridge loan lets you tap the equity in your current home to provide up to 100% financing on the home you wish to buy. We're friendly, fast, and ready to help you right now. Call us today for more information, 415-883-2150, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Mountain Mike's Pizza. You've heard our phrase, pizza the way it ought to be. But did you know that our famous pepperoni large pizza has over 100 pieces of pepperoni on it? Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily, never frozen. Having a party? We have a great room for parties and a video arcade with tickets and prizes for kids. Located at 2100 4th Street in San Rafael, you'll enjoy your pizza the way it ought to be. Call us at 415-454-4300. That's Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. Hey. Hey, Bench. What are you doing? I'm rubbing my blue emu on. Were you ready to go fishing? Fishing? You said we were going fishing this morning. I have 10 Gold Glove oh, Awards. Oh, here we go again. Johnny Bench doesn't go fishing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Johnny Bench goes catching. Blue Emu supports healthy muscles and joints. Blue Emu, it works fast and you won't stink. Available at nationwide retailers and Amazon. Tap into the local food and beer scene at San Francisco's Urban Tavern, just steps from Union Square. Featuring a menu of locally inspired cuisine, Urban Tavern has the distinctive personality of a metropolitan gastropub. It's where the local food and beer scene is celebrated with seasonal menus and more than a dozen Bay Area craft beers on tap. Convenient to Union Square shopping and walking distance to the theaters, Urban Tavern is a great place to enjoy happy hour before a show. And get this, if you show your game ticket or wear your San Francisco team gear, you can enjoy a buy one get one free drink on game day be it baseball, football, or basketball. Of course, Urban Tavern will be showing the games live. Oh, and don't forget, during the holiday season, Urban Tavern is convenient to the ice rink and holiday shopping in Union Square. Make an evening of it with shopping, dinner, and a show. Find Urban Tavern on Open Table and the beer app Untapped. You can also go to urbantavernsf.com. I'm a lawn guy and proud of it. Pro tip, watch the fall leaves. When that first bad boy drops, boom, get feeding and seeding with Scott's. Lay down Scott's Turf Builder today, and come spring, your lawn will be so thick, green, and strong, neighbors like Steve over there will be mad green with envy. Hey, sweet lawn, Stevie. (laughs) Steve. Don't be a Steve. Be a lawn guy. Pick up a bag of Scott's Turf Builder today. This is a Scott's Yard. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn. On the phone, we have a long-distance visitor. Our guest is Laurent Massa from Group RMC. Uh, welcome, Laurent, to Sports Econ 101. I want to know what RMC yeah, is. Yeah, that's what yeah, we do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take us inside. Uh, well, hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, sure. So RMC is just a play on the, the, the first and last names of the founding partners of the firm. First one is Raymond Matt, that's actually my father, and his partner, Maher Sherfan. So they just condensed the M's instead of making RMMC and, uh, and made it RMC. So probably a little bit more boring than you'd expect it, but that's the, uh, the nature of it. Well, well, in basketball here, we had run TMC. <laughs> that, that, that is <laughs> that true. Back. And, and so what does the firm do exactly? So originally we started out as just a couple of families getting together, buying um, office buildings here in Quebec, where I'm from. Um, 
and uh, and we started buying up something, uh, some office after uh, the referendum, which for those of you who don't know, it was kind of like a little Brexit in Quebec, uh, except it didn't go through. That's the difference. Um, and then after the crash, uh, at a, in around 2011, we started buying up office buildings in the Midwest. Our first deal was in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And uh, since then, we've grown to own about 16 million square feet uh, in the Midwest in the United States. And is there uh, any good real estate in Canada to purchase, or do you just saw a big opportunity in uh, the United States? Well, there's good real estate everywhere. The key is at what price. Yeah, very so, good. Yeah. Um, we go where the pricing goes. We're very value-based, and we noticed that um, there was tremendous value in the Midwest because uh, those who had the capacity to buy uh, these office buildings off big institutions weren't you know, necessarily looking in those markets. They want markets which are a little bit more transaction-heavy, like, you know, New York or Silicon Valley or these so-called hot markets. And uh, there wasn't much love in the Midwest, and uh, so we're more than more than happy to, to, to Yeah, actually, the, the best deal that I ever did was in the early early to mid-'90s in a place called Independence, Kansas. Oh, wow! Which is out just outside of Independence, Missouri. That, that Independence, Kansas, uh, as, as I may show sports knowledge, okay. is the location— of one of the one of the absolute powerhouse junior college football programs. Is that right? In fact, Independence Community College Junior College was the subject of a of a hit Netflix show called Last Chance You, and Last Chance You is a documentary on players who are absolutely down to their last chance. They've, they've gone to a D1 school, yeah. they, fall, they, they they flunked out, they, they're hard on their luck, and so they, they go to these junior colleges yeah. to try and improve their grades so they can become eligible enough to play at a Division One school. So Independence Junior huh. College is, is, is a huge football power, and, uh, and, and, and they, they, it was quite a season leading to the, the national championship. How long ago it's, it's available on Netflix now. No, no, no. I mean, uh, like, oh, it's oh, been, oh, it's oh, been oh, going on. Junior, this yeah. was a couple years ago. A couple years ago. Gotcha. And, and next year, the series then shifts to the Bay Area, and they're going to be doing a show on Laney College, College yeah. based in Oakland, because Laney College is also a football power. But independent, gotcha. my ears perked up when you said independence. It's funny, because everyone always thinks independence, Missouri. But this is Independence, Kansas. So, Laurent, a question for you now. Um, this is a sports show, sports and business. How did you get involved with dealing with athletes uh, for real estate? It's uh, uh, a good question. So, like I said, we started out as just a couple of families getting together and buying up real estate. Um, growing up in Canada, everyone kind of knows a hockey player or two who made it to the big leagues. So one of my really good friends uh, played in the NHL for a few years. Um, he's now over in the KHLD in Russia, which, by the way, has a whole other podcast full of stories. Um, and so he started investing with us from the beginning in 2011 and, and really liked it. Um, thought it was really appropriate for him at the time uh, when, he, when he was playing in the NHL. And he referred us a few of his friends, which then referred a few of their friends. And, uh, and we sort of organically grew a little business out of it, a little division, I would say, of RMC uh, that deals with professional athletes. Now we deal with... Uh, with uh, some agencies, some some wealth advisors, and even branching out now into uh, the NBA, the MLB, and a few other uh, other sports, tennis stuff like that. All right, so run run us through it. Uh, uh, I'm 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 NFL player X, and I and I come to you with with real estate on my mind, whether it's a six month rental of a place 
where I happen to be playing or, or whatever. I mean, what happens? I come to you and boom. Well, I guess the message would be that good, you know, good income producing real estate, it allows athletes to convert their capital, so aka their savings into, into income, so, you know, cash flow. The idea uh, is, I guess, for athletes, instead of eating into their savings, you know, athletes who enjoy the right kind of real estate, they, they get quarterly income while their savings grow instead of shrinking. So, you know, they get to, instead of eating in their savings and slowly becoming poor, they live off real estate income as their capital grows and they get richer. So one thing that's important to remember for athletes is that their earning period is really the first, you know, 10 years of their working lives if they're lucky and they don't get injured. Um, some obviously go on to work in management or, or media. Or the vast majority don't. So the key for them is to capitalize in their working years um, so that they can benefit from it, you know, beyond their, their time playing in sports. Remember, it's, for athletes, the message is it's not okay to spend income. It's okay to spend income, but it's not okay to spend savings. So I gotta, I gotta think that you, these people who are coming to you, they have to be a little bit more mature in mind, because otherwise, you know, there, there are a lot of guys out there trying to sell them all kinds of crazy investments for them to throw their money at. Yeah, well, you know, unfortunately, real estate's a notoriously shady business, full of, you know, there's a bunch of promoters, operators, imposters. I, I like to call those guys vultures. Dealing with athletes, they get. Let me tell you, they get pitched um, some pretty particular things um, that aren't necessarily good for them. A lot of a lot of shady restaurant deals, or you know, weed stocks is a big one now. Um, so it's you know, real estate's a lot like medicine, but in that pediatric heart surgeon has very little in common with the gynecologist. Yet they're both in medicine. Same kind of thing with real estate. Hmm. Uh, condo developer has almost nothing to do with us, the long-term office owner. Yet we're both thrown into. To the real estate bucket. So the key for them is to, to invest in the right right kind of real estate. Yeah. And do you get uh, some of the athletes, you know, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of these athletes are younger. Do they kind of, that's what I'm saying about the maturity. They've really got to kind of grasp the fact of, you know what, okay, this isn't so exciting per se as, you know, a weed stock or something like that, but it's going to help me produce income for the future. And so is there a lot of education from that end of it? Yeah, there is. When when you talk about real estate, <clears throat> excuse me. When you talk about real estate, they tend to think of, of the first thing to think of is you know a developer or a flipper or kind of a quick in and out money real estate kind of project. And those are everywhere. But it's the polar opposite of the right kind of real estate for athletes. Their their thing with them is they're not trying to get rich quick. They they are rich. So the key for them is one to stay rich, and two it's to convert their savings into income so they can live off their capital uh, and not their labor. And that's where we come in. Because we, that's what we've been doing for, for hundreds of families and, and athletes that, uh, that partner, us, partner up with us. Well, I'm with these athletes all the time. I, I have to believe when they, when they get on the line with you and they take a meeting, I, I, I have to believe their agent you know, is on the line too, right? Yeah, that, is, uh, that can get touchy because you don't want to jump over the agent. Otherwise, you know, he'll shut you down pretty quick. He'll feel like, you know, you're trying to trying to go around them. So I'm, I'm more than happy to work with the agent. Oftentimes that, that, oftentimes that opens up um, doors to his other clients, which I'm more, obviously more than happy to meet. Sure. Um, so, yeah, no, I definitely don't try to jump around the agent. Try actually quite the opposite. I, I usually try to involve the agent in the process. Can you give us a couple of, uh, can you give us a couple of clients that, uh, the, the, that are household names, or is it more of a confidentiality thing with you? I would love to, unfortunately, unless I have their consent. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> I've heard it. But there are there are some pretty 
you know, there, there's some lesser-known guys and there's some pretty well-known ones. And, right. then how, and then how do you make money? Client client comes to you, okay, he's got, got a boatload of money, you do a deal, he invests his money with you. Uh, I, I I would imagine what you get a you get a commission you get a percentage you get the how how, how, you know how do you hey, make Laurent, money? D- hold on to that question. We're going to answer that. Hold on, on to on that on, answer. Yeah, hold on to that answer. Yeah, we're going to uh, cut to a commercial break. We'll let you answer that when we come back. All right, and if you know the answer to this, uh, uh, Laurent, don't answer it yet. We'll wait and see uh, when we come back from break. You can answer it. Here's our first trivia question: What song did baseball fans break into when Mitch Williams stepped out of the bullpen? All right. Uh, email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to that question, what song did baseball fans break into when Mitch Williams stepped out of the bullpen? Stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. This is Mark Honf, co-host of The Best of Investing. Can you believe how long we've been living in this era of low interest rates? It's been for most of this decade. And when we were all expecting rates to go up this year, now we're finding out that low rates will likely continue through 2020. If you're among the rapidly growing segment of people entering retirement age, I'm sure you're concerned over the challenge of growing your retirement savings. And you're not alone. Pacific Private Money has a solution for those seeking ways to significantly boost yields you earn on your retirement savings. And we do it with safety and security features not found in traditional investments like stocks and mutual funds. For more information on how you can supercharge your retirement savings with annual yields of 7% or more, that's right, 7% or more, 
Contact us at 415-883-2150 or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender. Licensed Caldera E018974444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn. Uh, and our special guest, Laurent Massa from our Group RMC. Uh, first trivia question was, what song did baseball fans break into when Mitch Williams stepped out of the bullpen? Would you like me to answer? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, wild thing. Wild thing, that's right. By the Trogs, because yeah. he was so wild. Yeah, Remember he that? was. He yep. Was that's, I think it's kind of intimidating because you never knew if a 100-mile fastball was going to hit you anywhere on your body. Yeah, he'd let it go. Uh, sometimes you didn't know it was going, but uh, <laughs> it had some heat to it. That's right, from the uh, movie Major League. Correct. You know okay, so um, anyway, Laurent Massa from Group RMC is on the phone. Uh, Vern, you want to ask him the question you uh, posed before the break? Yeah, I had a qu- how does your company make money when the client comes and does a deal with you? That's a great question. So what sets us apart from most uh, established real estate groups is that we don't charge any management fee, any, uh, any carry, any commit, or, or anything like that. We're, very, we're pure co-investment. So what that means is we charge an upfront um, markup on the share price uh, of a deal when you come in uh, as the investor. So that's just basically like a premium um, on the unit price, kind of like cost plus. Think about it that way. Uh, same way anything is manufactured, say, for $0.80 cents and sold for a dollar, well, you know, that's, the markup is what the, the manufacturer keeps. That's, that's, how, that's how we operate. And that markup, we take in shares of the deal, not in cash. Okay, so if there's a, if, so if there's a property, let's say, that uh, you purchase for $900,000, you'll – I'm just giving just basic numbers here. Buy, buy a building for 900000 When you put your money in and get other clients in, it'll be based on a value of, let's say, a million. Something like that. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I have another follow-up question, and this involves our our newest sports arena in the Bay Area called Chase Center. Now, this is going to be the home of the Golden State Warriors, but already, before the season has even begun, there have been at least 10, 15 concerts in that building since it opened. I mean, it, it's just it's just always being used for something it's, it's, it's state-of-the-art with the latest bells and whistles and toys, but it was built with private money. And I'm just curious, just as a regular guy, just kind of uh, how they make that money back and how the, they, they even, I, I guess, begin from the time they took that little toy metal shovel and, 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 and throw it in the ground to, to, to build. Because how many billions was that? I believe it was one point three billion, billion? Okay. to build. Now they got now they got the real estate. Um, the 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 owners of the of the Warriors got the real estate from uh, a guy that was with the, the the Giants. They owned that real estate, and and it was kind of I don't want to say it was given to them, but but they were able to to acquire that uh, th- that particular real estate site. But from that, from the time they got the site, bam, they built it. Hmm. So, Laurent, do you have any? Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, you're, I, I have no idea. That sounds like a that sounds like a, 
a very unique project. No, oh, so, 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 all right. So, so I'm, I'm peeling back the onion a little bit. So, so, so when your company comes in, these buildings already exist, and you take over that property. You don't build a brand new building, correct? No, we don't. Real estate's a very local business, so we would be we wouldn't be wise to go in markets that are unknown to us and try to try to compete against local, you know, developers and contractors and, and undercut them. We would go out of business fairly quickly if we did that. What we do is we buy big institutionally maintained office parks who are owned by, uh, you know, like I said, big institutions like, you know, a pension fund or, or uh, a big, uh, you know, private equity firm or something like that. And they're usually stabilized, you know, like I said, very well-maintained deals, um, properties, but they're, the way they're structured is that they're, they have funds, um, and those funds have lives, like five, seven, or ten years. And at the end of that, that term, they have to dispose of the asset, whether it's a good time or not. Um, and so what we do is we come in and we're kind of liquidity providers for them, and we buy up the asset, and we hold on to it indefinitely. We're not, we're not bound to a term. I guess our philosophy on that is we, we don't want the, you know, the time of sale to dictate, dictate the price. We want the sure. price to, to dictate the time of sale. Okay, let me come at it a different way then. Let's say this building already exists. And let's just say an NBA team comes in and says, you know, we, 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 we like this building. Uh, we, ha- we, have, we have blueprints. We have plans to make this our, 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 our practice facility. We'd like to turn, say, like the top two floors or maybe the top floor into our team facility. So we need to come in and, you know, knock out some walls. We need to build courts. We need to build a weight room. We need to build a, a dressing room. We need to, we need to, 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 to put in. Our, our executive offices because we, we want this to be our headquarters is that is that something you would do grant allow done i mean it's basically it's, a, it's just a tenant it's a little Ten- bit, yeah yeah it's just a tenant coming in and asking exactly for the tenant purpose. Yeah. yeah it depends on the tenant <laughs> well that's it that, that's a fairly normal thing i mean we have new tenants come in all the time and we have we have to do tenant improvements and and you know like you said knock down walls and that kind of thing it's a bit of a particular particular case for an nba team because i mean they it would have a pretty pretty serious setup, you know, basketball courts, you know, like you said, weight weight rooms, uh, therapy rooms, hot cold tub, cold tub. It's a very, you know, we're we're very specific in that we do uh, office buildings, so you yeah. don't see many professional sports teams coming yeah. in and taking up some office building space. They tend to have their own uh, their own facilities. So I, I have a building in the Silicon Valley, and uh, when I got it in '94, it was more R and D, research and development. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks nothing now like it did then. Right. Tenants come in; they want to do a whole bunch of different improvements. It just changes as long as it's you know within the scope of what's allowed. Uh, you know, can't turn it into a you know a, a retail shop. Well, in the case of the Oakland Convention Center, mm-hmm. which is adjacent to the Marriott in downtown Oakland, the the Warriors came in and they took the very top of the Oakland Convention Center and made that their headquarters yeah, because they used to practice at the college of alameda but but as you know as they you know built capital and franchise got richer or whatever they were able to take over that space at the top of the convention center and just made it a, a, a brand new state-of-the-art facility well now they have the chase center and everything not the chase center it's Chase Center. Don't okay. put a V in front. Okay. But but now everything is contained in that building yeah. in San Francisco. But they're hanging on to that old practice facility because that is where their year-round basketball camps ah. are going to take place. Okay. So I was I was just curious because I'm I'm fascinated by the whole yeah. 
real estate thing, yeah. being well, a renter myself. <laughs> and Laurent, do you have any uh, kind of, without obviously naming any names, any kind of fun stories for us? Any fun stories? Um, I know it's very, you know, on paper dealing with professional athletes, I guess, could be could be a glamorous thing. Um, hence the vultures who like to kind of float around them. But I don't know if I have any very, you know, interesting interesting stories from dealing with athletes. Uh, that's okay. What about your friend who is uh, now in Russia? You said that that was like a whole other podcast. Can you can you kind of shorten it to about two two three minutes? Well. Um, <laughs> There's a few of them. I know that, you know, a lot of teams, you get, you get about three or four teams that make a boatload of money, and the rest basically are losing money. And, and, and Russia, it's a very, you know, image-heavy thing. So they don't care if teams lose money. They just want to put teams out on the ice. But unfortunately, a lot of guys who go over there, um, they don't see, they don't always see their paycheck. Um, I heard one story of a guy who, he was a goalie. I think he was playing in Slovakia. I'd have to double-check that. And uh, he was getting paid in cash. And once his cat, you know, he put his cash in the locker in his locker uh, in the locker room before the game, and he came back after the game, and the cash was gone. Well, next time around, when he when he got paid in cash, he hid it in his goalie pads and played the game with about thirty grand in cash in his goalie pads. Wow, <laughs> that, that'll that'll help uh, impact the puck. That's trust. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's trust issues there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, se- hey, settle this settle this misconception of the Canadian. Uh, true or not true, uh, you always say sorry, and you're and you're and, and, and you're all unbelievably nice. I'm sorry to break it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's funny. I know a few different Canadians, and they are the nicest people. Yeah, it's it's true. It's amazing. Yeah, how can you be happy in that cold weather? Around, I, I walk around <laughs> going, man, that man, they are really. Who who is? Who is this nice? What are they on? They're, uh, they're, they're unbelievably nice and polite. We're on a, we're on a, a good mix of maple syrup and, uh, and, and hockey. <laughs> Even when they're angry, they're nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny because uh, we were talking about this in a few episodes before. Uh, lacrosse mm-hmm. is, is like the big sport. You know, I always think of, of hockey or curling in Canada, but lacrosse. Isn't that, isn't that right, Laurent? Well, uh, yeah, in terms of what guys grow, uh, and girls grow up playing, uh, lacrosse is fairly big. But in terms of, like, professional sports and viewers and, and eyeballs and oh, TV, yeah. definitely nothing comes yeah. close to Hockey is the, yeah, yeah that, that, is, that is the national sport. Yeah, you get, you get, yeah. Get, a little, get, a, get a little cold up there. Yeah, yeah. Although, although uh, uh, Toronto, the, uh, the, the Toronto NBA franchise made a run for its money. Boy, they, 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 they took over that entire country during their NBA championship run. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Were you, were, you, were you guys big basketball fans during that time? Oh, he is yeah. now. He is now. <laughs> yeah, we are now. We sort of have a. Na- I mean, growing up, Vince uh, Vince Carter was the yep. uh, Toronto Raptor. Oh yeah. Uh, Montreal kind of has a natural rivalry with Toronto. Uh, yeah. You know the Habs and the Leafs. It goes back decades. So it was hard for us to kind of pull for for the Raptors. But you should have seen. I mean, during the during the playoff run, it was like you yes. know downtown. There they were closing down the streets. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, they showed that here uh, back in the uh, in in the states. Yeah, locally here in the Bay Area, yeah. in the Bay Area, we had a uh, we, we we got we had a guy named Steve Nash who was a Canadian, oh, yeah. grew up uh, playing hockey but played basketball. wasn't recruited coming out of high school heavily. He ended up coming down here to play for Santa Clara University. He had never even heard of it. Yeah, and now he's. Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah. NBA basketball. Hey, hey guys, we've got to cut to a quick commercial break here. Who was the winningest 
active Major League Baseball manager before he retired in 1996. All right, that's our trivia question. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Tap into the local food and beer scene at San Francisco's Urban Tavern, just steps from Union Square. Featuring a menu of locally inspired cuisine, Urban Tavern has the distinctive personality of a metropolitan gastropub. It's where the local food and beer scene is celebrated with seasonal menus and more than a dozen Bay Area craft beers on tap. Convenient to Union Square shopping and walking distance to the theaters, Urban Tavern is a great place to enjoy happy hour before a show. And get this, if you show your game ticket or wear your San Francisco team gear, you can enjoy a buy one get one free drink on game day, be it baseball, football, or basketball. Of course, Urban Tavern will be showing the games live. Oh, and don't forget, during the holiday season, Urban Tavern is convenient to the ice rink and holiday shopping in Union Square. Make an evening of it with shopping, dinner, and a show. Find Urban Tavern on Open Table and the beer app Untapped. You can also go to UrbanTavernSF.com. Have you wondered how the banks make all their money? Have you ever wanted to be on the bank side of the deal? At Pacific Private Money, our clients are doing just that. For over a decade, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments, earning returns of 7.5% or more secured by primarily Bay Area real estate at conservative values. As most baby boomers know, it's important to earn consistent, above-market returns on your savings and retirement accounts. Let's face it, most of us are not on track to achieve the level of retirement income we'll need to fund the lifestyle we want. High-yield alternative investment strategies like Pacific Private Money's mortgage-backed investments might be just the thing you need to boost the income in your retirement accounts. Annual yields of 7.5% and more are not uncommon using these simple strategies. Join the thousands of Bay Area residents who have learned one of the best-kept secrets in investing today. For more information, call us at 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender. License Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. The station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Welcome back to Sports Ecom 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn and Laurent Massa. The second trivia question, who was the winningest active Major League Baseball manager before he retired in 1996? Blanken. Oh, boo, Oh, I am blanking. Blanking? Uh, winning is actually my return. Think. Okay, okay, I'm going to give you a big hint. Think Dodgers. 
Oh, Tommy, Tommy Lasorda? Lasorda? Yeah, he was the winningest oh, active well, Major I, League Baseball. Well, I can believe that. Before, yeah. Well, he's been around about 200 years, so that'll do it. I've done a couple of functions with Tommy Lasorda. He's uh, he's a barrel of laughs, man. I'll bet there, there, he there, is. There's, there's no off switch. When he gets going, there's no off switch. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, Laurent Massa from uh, Group RMC, uh, we're discussing real estate, but uh, remember there, you were mentioning before something about the San Jose Sharks and their salary cap woes. Yeah, right? because they, yeah, uh, because Laurent, they, 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 they've had to spend a lot of money. Uh, they, 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 they went out, they got, they, they, they re-signed Eric Carlson. They gave him a bunch of money, and they they had to let uh, Joe Pavelski go uh, because you know they 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 did they couldn't afford to pay him what he was worth. So he's with Dallas, and then they had to re-sign Brent Burns. So you got Burns and Carlson, the one two, depending on who you use, uh, the defensemen in the league. Yeah, well, you hear a lot nowadays. You know, we're living in a salary cap world, and you hear that a lot. It's Teams, it, it's tough for teams to stay competitive long term in a salary cap world when you have when you have such a, a front loaded payroll. Um, the Sharks, uh, let me just check my notes. They're in 2025. They're going to be paying 41 million five players between the ages of 34 and 39. Now that's Carlson, Burns, Vlasic, Couture, and Kane. So to, to give you an idea, the salary cap this year is just under 82 million. So that's half your cap. On mm. five players, obviously the wow. cap goes up every year, but you know if they don't win it in the next couple of years, which you know the Sharks kind of have a reputation for not exactly making it all the way. Yeah. Although I will give Doug Wilson a lot of credit, he's managed to keep that team very competitive despite you know turning over the roster pretty much from 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 scratch from you know ten years ago. Well, give him credit; he does keep a maintain he does maintain a, a competitive team on the ice. But if they don't win in the next couple of years, they're gonna they're gonna run into some trouble. Uh, in a few years. However, they did just sign Kevin LeBanc. That's a, right. A one-year, $1 million contract. I, I'm still scratching my head on that one. That's a va- very valuable contract for them. So let's see Let's see what happens. Yeah, remember when the Sharks were the sexy pick every year? And then every year, they just they just could they just not. But they, they had a hard time getting like past the first, second round. Yeah. And uh, oh. But uh, but uh, Dougie Wilson, he's just, yeah, he, he, he keeps them relevant, like you said. And uh, he, he keeps them in the discussion all throughout. I would like to see Joe Thornton win it all, though. I have to, yeah. yeah, that would be a, that would be a good feel good feel good story for this year. Yeah, forty years plus, and he's hey, he's doing it. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, with that big face pillow, <laughs> huge beard. My gosh, <laughs> face pillow. Yeah, yeah, him and Brent Burns. Jeez, right. holy smokes. Uh, well, Laurent, thank you so much for uh, joining us on Sports Econ One Hundred and One. Enjoyed having you. Thanks for having me, guys. All righty. All right, man. Take care. Uh, nice guy. Like you said, all Canadians are nice, aren't they? Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, okay, so we talked uh, to Laurent Massa about uh, real estate and uh, athletes. And uh, now let's get back to United States sure. sports. Yeah. Okay. How about seven unbeaten NFL teams, as, huh? As of uh, the recording of this show. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is uh, – this is this is really something, yeah. Uh, you, you, so you got seven unbeaten teams, and uh, the surprising San Francisco 49ers are one of them. Yeah, at three and zero. I'm like, what? Th- they're three and zero, and the Buffalo. I'd say the Buffalo Bills and the 49ers probably the most surprising 
of the three and O teams. Now the thing is, the you know Pittsburgh has been kind of uh, with Roethlisberger and the Antonio Brown situation. Yeah. Uh, so you can't really look at them as a good team. And the Dolphins, I think, I think they're I think they're a solid team. I mean Pittsburgh always they 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 really bring it, and they almost beat the Forty ers with the five turnovers in the game. I mean they got they do have some players. Minka Fitzpatrick that they. Guy from the Dolphins because the Dolphins are doing a fire sale. Yeah. He he was in there, made a couple of impact plays, and uh, Steelers almost pulled that off. But you know, good teams find a way to win on their worst day, and the Forty ers did. And, and the Buffalo Bills, but I don't know how they're doing it, but yeah. man, boy, they, uh, credit to them. How long but do you the, think it'll last? Though? But the, the well, 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 probably not much further because yeah. next on the schedule are the New England Patriots coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, and with the Dolphins, it's like, like you said, they're having a fire sale. I mean, yeah, what, they are. What, what's, yeah. what, what, are the, what, what do you think is going on there? Well, they tank because because they want to be able to get top draft picks, maybe the number one overall pick. And so they... they, they you throw a whole season they, away they, from that, though? Well, they, the teams have done it before. Cleveland. But from, but from the beginning, though? I mean, well, I mean, well, I mean they're, they're not going to come out and say it in front of the camera that, hey, we're tanking. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, but yeah, because it's it's a terrible message to send to the rest of your team because these sure. guys are still playing. I mean, yeah, these, are, these are professionals. I mean, but, I, I mean, I think like I could see that if you're like, let's say, four games out of of uh, of a playoff uh, berth and, and there's only like two or three games left. I mean, I can kind of see, OK, well, let's not, you know, get hurt and, uh, you know, both put our third stringers in and mm-hmm. then we'll get the first round. But this is the beginning of the season. Well, they they. They take a season, when I say they, these teams, they take a season and they split it up into four separate mini-seasons, if you were. So so right now we're in we're in the first quarter, the first 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 four groups of the season. So sure. you wanna you wanna try and go three and one, at least if you can, through those first games. Then you got the second group of, of, of games. And you have the third group of games. The fourth, and and the the goal is to try and get you know, double digit wins. You get yeah. double digit wins, you're you know you're you're in the mix. Oh, yeah, for, for the sure, for the yeah. playoffs. So, uh, but uh, you know credit to, credit the Bills and credit the 49ers. They're they're, they're three games in, but uh, but can they get seven more wins out of the remaining twelve weeks, twelve thirteen yeah. weeks of the season? That's that that's the question. <laughs> so. The Rams had kind of a uh, challenging time with uh, Cleveland. Yeah, but still, I, I think I think the Rams I, I think the Rams are the best of the unbeaten. The Rams and the Chiefs, Chiefs, yeah, I think are the, are the most solid of the of of of, of the unbeaten teams. The, the Patriots, they're I mean, let's face it. I mean, it's it's a gift that they're playing in the AFC East. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, they, they no wonder they go out and get a 10, 11, 12 win season because they they just they just feast on. On their own division, yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> man, I mean, they're they like they're, they're, they're not challenged. I mean, they, yeah, they, these 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 bottom feeders. I, I I hate to say it, I mean, the Jets. I mean, come on, yeah. So, um, um, but you, know, you, you they'll say, hey, you know, we gotta we gotta play who's in front of us, and we're sure. in that division until and, and until that happens, where we're in a different division that we we have to play it out. Uh, the Cowboys unbeaten at three and zero. The Packers. Uh, or doing what they yeah. they need to do, but uh, it, it'll be interesting to see as these weeks unfold. Just uh, who survives? Yeah. Well, also, you know, it depends on who gets hurt. True. 
injuries will play a huge yeah. part in this one. And 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 of, of of all the teams I mentioned, they all have a quality quarterback. Yeah. If the quarterback goes down, then did, did, did you did you see the uh, the video? I think it was University of Kentucky player. Uh, tackles the quarterback and then you can see him uh, you have to get a better view of it but he's taking his ankle and he's trying to twist it oh uh, you know and, and trying to maim yeah Try, trying to inflict pain you know i mean you guys you ruin a guy's career before he even has yeah. a little chance well to i mean start. that's I, I i hate to say it edward but uh, uh these aren't a whole bunch of boy scouts playing the game and then they uh, a whole lot of stuff happens in that pileup well, yeah, I understand. I understand. See. You know the biting and the poking of fingers and right, stuff like that. Right. But, but I mean, to to twist a guy's ankle though is like that's yeah, uh, it's that's college. But but it it it's it happens. College pros, it it happens. <laughs> well, so. I, I still remember uh, Charles Martin taking down uh, McMahon. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, he had actually had a a little towel with his number on it because he had a bounty on him, and I mean it was like. I think he put uh, McMahon out for weeks on his with that shoulder injury. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I was like, but the thing is, you can't like sue him in civil court. You know, I mean, I guess in theory you could, but because that ain't part of the game. No, 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 no. By the way, uh, and here comes the Antonio Brown mention oh, yeah, on this show. Of course. Uh, Antonio Brown apparently has gone back to school. Yeah, he's, yeah I read he, that. He's, he's, he's enrolled. He's gone back to his old school, Central Michigan. Michigan yeah. He's uh, he's registered for four classes. Uh, and and he, and he also announced on Instagram that he will not play professional football again. Now he has a bachelor's degree now, and he's going for a master's. I don't think he ever. I think he played three years. Oh, essentially. he did not okay. graduate, so he left early and then jumped in the draft and got picked up by the Steelers, a six-round pick, though. So, uh, so he's he, he's he's gone back to school, and he'll, I, I guess, with designs on getting his degree until the next crazy chapter in his life yeah. becomes public because he, that dude uh it just it just hard to figure as you said about peeling back the onion he keeps finding all these little skeletons in the closet yeah 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 any idea what classes he's taking or what his degree is uh, you know, i did see an article of the classes he was taking one of them uh, criminal justice but I, okay. I i i don't I, I don't have it in front of me well, but he may uh, need he may need that for himself unfortunately yeah 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 because uh he is accused of some very serious crimes and then and, also like these this texting fairly recently of intimidation uh it's yeah like, yeah they, you know people can't intimidate the witness no, no can't do that no and it's funny i think i can't believe people, his agent let him do that let him or just like you know told him don't do anything Rosen, stupid. maybe rosenhouse said hey you, you, you can't you know you, yeah. you shouldn't do it and then Brown does it anyway. I, 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 that's probably the that's story. probably it. I can't imagine an agent saying, "Sure, go ahead." Cause, cause, yeah, because <laughs> Ro, Ro, Rosenhaus is a pretty sharp guy. Yeah. So, and uh, how many millions has Antonio Brown made in his career? I don't know that he's collected a dime yet. I mean, well, yeah, not got, not for this year, but I mean, obviously for years past. I have no idea what's in his yeah. bank account. No idea. I mean, unless he did some foolish spending. I know. I know. Briefly, when he was a Raider, they 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 rented a. Some some property in the East Bay that was uh, fairly uh, expensive, but yeah, but you can't take that with you. No, you can't. You can just enjoy the memories. Yeah, and then uh, they said no on the signing bonus, and and now he's after Robert Kraft to to get him taking shots, just burnt. But yeah, you yeah. just you just can't burn bridges like no, that, man. No, you can't. No. You, you can't. And the thing is, it's like you know, 
for him getting upset about, you know, oh, these big football teams, you know, why are they trying to take back that money? Well, because you didn't play, you know, there's, I mean, it's, it's just a contractual thing. And guess what? If they don't pay you that 6 or $8 million bonus, they can use that to pay someone else. Now, you listeners out there, you listen to me, you listen to me good. All right? All right just here, Here's the advice from Uncle Vern. Okay. If you are a disgruntled employee, keep your mouth shut. Yes. And find another job privately and then move on. When you get the other job, you thank your employer for their... For, for for the opportunity, and you move on. Very smart. As 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 hard as it may be to exactly. do, as, as much as you want to yell, yeah. get on top of your desk or and gossip scream, to other people, or gossip yeah. to other people, you can not smart. do that. And that you, is you, Uncle Vern's. That that words is my, of that is my best best advice I, I, to you. I think that's very very smart. Yeah, very very smart. All right, here's our last trivia question. Okay. Who was the only pitcher to lead the National League in strikeouts three times during the 1980s? Mm. Okay, that's our, our trivia question. Email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this question, who was the only pitcher to lead the National League in strikeouts three times during the 1980s? Stay with us, Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning? 
When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn. Uh, Bruce will hopefully join us in the next couple of weeks. It'd be nice to see him off the IR. That's right, yeah. And back uh, in the fold, yeah. I call it taking a sabbatical. Yeah. Okay, uh, who was the only pitcher to lead the National League in strikeouts three times during the 1980s? My guess is Nolan Ryan. Uh, No. No. I'm trying to remember, was he in the National or American League then? Yeah, kind of both because of the changing the Angels and the Astros. Yeah. yeah. Steve Carlton. Steve Carlton. The Phillies. Okay. All right. Okay. Never, right. never like to talk to the media. He's one of those guys. Really? Yeah. Is it just because they like assume that anything you say is going to come back to haunt you? I don't know why. He just, uh, I don't know why, but he was one of those guys. Who was like, was just, uh, yeah, no, thank you. Oh, so not not being shy per se. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's some Steve Carl didn't. Uh, let's see, Eddie Murray didn't. Yeah, uh, a lot of guys are just. Yeah, and then, well, there's some, and there's aren't there some rules? I don't know if it's baseball, but in football, that they like you have to give so much time to the media. They it it it, it used to be like that. Yeah, but after Marshawn negotiations <laughs> with the with the players' association, oh, yeah. now the, the 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 league mandates that uh, and and and. That the, the locker room has to be open, open. Okay. for well, an hour. Now, open. whether whether or not the player is lingering in there, yeah, so well, that's up story. to the player. All right, and with that, we're going to cut to our thoughts for the day. The reason that a seesaw has two seats is because that way there is always someone to bring you up when you go down. Oh, Isn't that nice. Yeah, very wise. Okay, and a word of encouragement during failure is worth more than an hour of praise after success. Mm. like that one, too. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long. <laughs>